Hello, this is Jonathan Kozlowski giving you a digging deeper live at Con Expo Con Ag 2023. I'm sitting here with my good friend here, my new good friend, Jimmy McDonald, VP of Sales at Maxim Tire North America. So, uh, is this your first Con Expo? It's my first Con Expo. No, actually, I've been to Con Expo many times. But it's good to be back because you can tell that we're coming out of the COVID period and the activity is strong. And we've got a lot of decision makers here that have already visited with us. And it's showing out to be a very good show after coming out of the COVID period where we had to actually shut it down one time. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard that it's much bigger than 2020, yeah. but it's still not as big as like a decade ago. Yeah. Are, we, are we on the uptick to get a good connect? Well, I think we are. You know, people are getting used to being together again, and they're seeing the benefits of, of coming out and visiting potential you know, suppliers and different things like that for their industry. So I think it's going in the right direction, by all means. Sure. And what about you know, your booth? Are you having a good, good a lot of traction over there? Well, we're out in the festival lot, and it's out in the open air. So yesterday afternoon was a little bit challenged when the rain came in. I think it only rains like seven days a, in a year here in Las Vegas, but uh, it happened to do it yesterday. So it kind of slowed things down yesterday afternoon but it was good up until that and then this morning it's been just lots and lots of people visiting yeah good festival traffic. festival is far away yeah. it's a good shuttle ride but it's packed full of stuff it is the major oems have their demonstration lots you know contests with equipment people like that it's kind of fun yeah you know we're here not talking about con expo we're, we want to talk about tires yes. uh, i know you get you're an expert in tires so how are tires being made in today's manufacturing, in particular, uh, at least yours, to accommodate the changes in equipment, such as some more advanced and hybrid equipment being made today? Well, what's happening is, is the equipment manufacturers are trying to do more with less, basically. They're, they're designing equipment that you know, gets better fuel efficiency, more productivity for, for less cost. So what we're doing from the tire standpoint, we're doing the same thing. We're we're developing tires that are more advanced, that can carry more load, higher speeds, and just basically are more efficient. You know, we're spending a lot of time in R&D to make sure that we address those needs of the end customers to be more efficient. Is there a big difference between like a traditional tire versus a, a modern tire for these new vehicles? Yeah, there's something called the 65 series. It's like an aspect ratio. Heavy equipment's going to more low profile type tires, wider, wider footing better traction, more load carrying capacity. You've been seeing changes in what they call star ratings in earth mover tires. You used to have just a one star tire for a work machine. Now you're seeing three and four star casings that are just able to carry that much more load. I feel you're kind of getting into the trends of the industry. So yeah. what kind of additional trends do you kind of foresee in the specialty tire manufacturers as more equipment manufacturers are creating electric hybrid machines. Electric hybrid is not as strong here yet in North America. I think you're starting to see some of that in Europe more so. So I think Caterpillar has an electric loader here as a prototype sort of thing. So I think what you're seeing is we're, we're continuing to focus on making our products more efficient. And what Maxim is doing with its, with its parent company, Ceylon, basically uh, we're innovating new compounds that basically are cutting edge, leading edge in terms of technology. We're going into something what we call uh, liquid phase mixing. The process of creating a rubber compound in the past has always been a mechanical mix. You put all the elements in a big mixer and mechanically grind them up and mix them together. And then you got the master batch for the compound that you want. So what's going on now with, with us is we're innovating new liquid phase mixing process. And it's being represented through our marketing, Saloon and Maxim, as EcoPoint 3. 
and it's it's changed it's going to change evolve the industry basically you're you're talking like 30 percent performance improvement uh lower rolling resistance lower fuel burn consumption more productivity more traction it lasts longer it's significant it also has a lot of sustainability aspects from the factory actually the liquid phase mixing process itself takes a lot less energy to make it happen versus the old mechanical mix well that's very cool uh, sustainability is a massive importance everywhere there's uh, the net zero goal to be neutral by 2050 and yes. it's really cool to see that even the tire manufacturers are on this yes it is and uh you know the, the oems sustainability is very important for the oems as well as the end customers like a lot of these construction companies that are here large global companies are very much keyed in on uh, sustainability and they want to be very compliant and very leading edge so they can represent themselves as that type of a, a company to their customer, you know looking after the mother earth so to speak you know and uh so I, I feel that, you know, that's what's happening in the industry. Not everybody has this liquid phase mixing uh, capability. It's a new innovation. We have patents on the process. We know of one other manufacturer that's doing this today. And we're an up-and-comer. We're, we're a very young company as Maxim in North America. We just finished our eighth year of existence. We've grown exponentially, and we've come out of nowhere to be recognized by top-tier manufacturers. And it's been nice to be a part of that. Sure. I can, I can hear all the listeners yelling at the, their device or their computer right now saying, ask about the price, ask about the cost. So what are some variables in manufacturing that affect the cost well, of the tires? Again, I'm, I'm sorry, I do represent a company, so I might sound like I'm <laughs> focusing a little bit or pitching it a little bit, but I'm, just being, uh, I'm a very upfront, honest person. Okay, What we're doing at our company is we're, we're actually a leading edge technology <laughs> manufacturer. Uh, if you go into our factories, Saloon is only, like I said earlier, is only a 20-year-old company in making tires. But prior to that, they made, or they still make equipment that manufactures tires under the company named Mesnec. And they're the world's number one tire building equipment manufacturer. And if you go into our factories, you, you're going to see the most advanced automation. And what that does is it, it can, produces consistent quality, leading edge quality at low cost. So that's where you get back to price. So the way we go to market with our products at Maxim is we want to be the best delivered value to the customer. What you paid for that tire and what you got from it in terms of performance. And we have, actually have aspirations of being leading edge technology on the, on the products going forward. So we're young, we're, we're moving in that direction. So that, I think that's what manufacturers are trying to do. They're trying to innovate and be more efficient, be more cost competitive and make their top products last longer. So it, it's a, that's what's going on. Sure. You mentioned cost competitive. How in all this technology in your in your floor, your manufacturing floor, how do you balance the cost difference from all that high tech equipment and innovation to come at a fair cost price for the customer? Well, I'm a sales guy, so we look at market pricing and we target a value that we want to deliver. So and we're strategic about what we design. You know, we want to design the right product for the application. And that's that's one of the things that we do as a manufacturer that, that provides a great value to the customer, the end user, is we want to recommend the right product for the application that gets the maximum value out of that product, that it was actually designed to run in an application. So we're the people that manufacture the tires. We're the people that are experts in tires. The people that use our tires are experts in other things, that, <laughs> yeah. you know, and if they can rely upon us to make the right recommendations to them, advise them, be advisors, all the better. Yeah, they should be really focusing on their job at hand 
yeah. they can not really focus on the tires yeah. and just trust that they're going to be there and good. The other thing that we have that's very critical is our uh, relationships with our servicing network of dealers. That's how we go to market in North America. Every single one of our tires goes through a servicing dealer before it goes on to an end user piece of equipment. So we have partners all across North America that we align with, the best service partners. You know, they go out and install the tires on the piece of equipment, they inventory tires, they measure, they, they check the performance, they make sure we train them on making recommendations for the right products, the right compounds. Uh, so we're a team together because we all, I mean, we all have competitors. We got to earn the business of the end customer and you got to bring the best value in all aspects. How, how big is this dealership network? Uh, it's for us, maximum. You're talking like 500 built to customers across North America is probably around 2,000 ship to locations. Wow. So it's quite an extensive network. So if you need help, you can get it. Yes. Yes. Our products are available. We support these dealers through a network of warehouses in North America with our products. You know, and that's growing. We're just adding a third warehouse in, our, in the Houston area to support the business along the I-10 corridor in the United States. You mentioned value just before, and I wanted to grab some advice what are some suggestions on extending tire life so that end users can maximize their tire life, especially in today's increasing infrastructure demands? Well, the, the main thing is, is what I said already. You, we need to recommend the right products for the application. We need to go in and we do. We also provide a service that's called like a job site condition analysis, where we're experts looking at it from perspective of tire performance. So number one killer to a tire in any field, even in your passenger car tire, is uh, if you don't have the right air pressure, you don't get the full performance. If you have the right air pressure for the application or for what is required, then that tire performs to what it was designed. So number one thing is the service to make sure the tires are, are rec the right tires are recommended and then that they're maintained properly to get the full life and the full value. We talked earlier about OEMs. We have all the same preference on which brand we like and which tires come with that brand and model. I'm curious to know, what are some of the key attributes for tire manufacturers to have to get OEM approval and how do you maintain relationships with them? OEM business is excellent because what it does is it, for us, I mean, we're a new brand in North America in a very mature industry. OEMs help to establish your brand, your brand equity. It's almost like it's a, a validation of your brand. The OEMs that we work with, the world's number one, I mean, they test your products extensively at their proving grounds. They try to break them. They try to destroy them because they don't want their customer to have a problem with the product. They also want to ensure that you can service your product in the field when if something were to happen so that you have availability and you have a network that I talked about. So you have to have all those pieces in place. And with OEMs, it, the business doesn't come overnight. Most OEMs, the, the sales cycle is quite long. I mean, the Number one OEM that we deal with, it's been an eight-year project that we started very small, and it's been growing as we've earned place with it. And you know, it's a, and we're sort of like a check and a balance, you know, to other major competitors of ours that we we've called tier one manufacturers, and uh, we sort of keep everybody in line because we're, we're coming at things sort of from a different angle with a different cost basis, with a different tech, technological basis in manufacturing. It's quite quite a unique scenario. Do you know what's happening at these testing? Like, how are they actually putting these through? Absolutely. Through the Absolutely. Your relationships need to be strong enough to where you, you're actually a part of that. One thing that we do at Maxim that we're very responsive. You know, we're, like I told you, we're a very young, hungry company. There's very well-established relationships with other manufacturers. 
But if you're young and you want to establish yourself, I mean, to be validated by an OEM, we, that's great motivation. And so we we have been very responsive. Uh, in fact, at some points, we, we didn't pass the test. So we had our engineers there to look at the situation and then provide solutions. And we, in one scenario, we came back within six months and provided a, an improved product, redesigned, and that passed the test. And, and that's unheard of in this industry. I mean, the responsiveness is key, you know, and, and it also shows the OEM that you're, you're, you're committed and you're driven and they can count on you if they have a problem. It's, it's, you know, I've learned sales, you know, it's not necessarily the, the pitch that you give. It's what happens when something goes wrong. Yeah. How do you behave? How do you support your customer? And that's what the OEMs are looking for. Definitely, definitely. Not to um, risk a tire pun. I want to bring this full circle and ask okay. about what you guys are doing at Cotton Expo here today. Uh, what do you guys got going on? What's your uh, big announcements? Well, you know, we're here primarily to be engaged with the industry and we're meeting with key customers. We, we have very good meetings at, at our booth and we're trying to highlight new products that we're, that we're coming out to the market with. This is mostly focused on earth moving or OTR type tires here, haulage mining, haulage tires, and some a lot of construction tires as well, small construction tires. So we have several tires at our booth that are new to the market since last Con Expo that we're kind of launching. But, you know, we're also talking to customers about what I talked about earlier, the EcoPoint liquid phase mixing. You know, it's, a, it's just a great opportunity to have everybody in one spot where you can just talk one-to-one, talk about what the way you see the market going. You know, this is great, great facility to be able to do that and see what different manufacturers are doing. And, you know, they, it's, it's, it's just good to connect. Yeah. The show is on, unfortunately only one week of the year and then every, every three yes. years or so. Uh, where can they reach out to ask more questions, get more information? Yes, we, we're, we have a global organization. So we have, I think, seven different regions around the world. So we have business unit managers for each of those areas. And then we have a, a supporting staff within. Uh, in North America alone, we're up close to 50 people in the field that support our customers. So, you know, we have an account representative in each area, and then we have focused account representatives that handle OEM customers and then large national account customers. So we're, we're hourly reaching out to these folks. And then we're also, you know, we're developing our, you know, online presence and engaging with customers electronically, trying to get the information out about new products. And we do a very good job of that. A lot of social media stuff, actually. Sure. And uh, it's leading to a lot of uh, interest in, you know, it creates more knowledge. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying to convey what we're about, what we what we can do for the for the customer. You know, yeah. so yeah. Well, what is your website? Our website is maximtire.com. M a x a m tire no space. That's right. Dot com. Dot com. Awesome. awesome. Yes. Do you? How do you know? How does a customer know which dealer to call uh, for their region? We have multiple dealers in in different regions around. We have a link on our website. You can send uh, information and request and that'll go out to the sales rep and then the sales rep will contact the customer and then they'll decide, you know, who their servicing dealer is. You know, that's generally how it happens. It goes through our sales rep. Very cool. Very cool. Well, it's great to meet you. Yeah. Thanks for the time. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, chat with you. Hopefully, uh, I don't know if you heard the excitement in my voice. I'm very excited about this industry. Uh, I've been in it for quite a while. It's it's great to see that innovation is still happening and talked about that electrification and stuff. And I think that's coming for the future, but it's not necessarily that prevalent here today. I think kind of, uh, every, I only know construction. Uh, I'm, the, I'm in the concrete side of things. Yeah. But it's an exciting little turning point in this industry. Everything is just kind of changing just subtly 
in in a big impact way. Yeah. So it's really exciting just to be in the thick of it right now. Right, right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Tune in soon uh, for another episode of Digging Deeper. Thank you very much for listening.